lovelies, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here with you once again on the Outsports Podcast Network. And, you know, it's WrestleMania week. Uh, there's a whole lot of pro wrestling going on right now. So, with a supersized uh, weekend of pro wrestling, it's only fitting that LGBT in the ring goes a little bit supersized again this week as well. We have a very special bonus episode here, sitting down with WWE's Sonya Deville. Um, you know, obviously, WrestleMania is coming up Saturday and Sunday. NXT Sand Deliver is on Saturday as well. Um, a whole lot of WWE action going on, and uh, we had the chance to sit down with Sonya and chat a little bit about what is going to go down this weekend, as well as you know some larger topics about LGBTQ visibility in uh, WWE and in pro wrestling as a whole, and and some fun stuff as well with uh, Dill's experience, you know, being a representative for the community on the the WWE stage. So a whole lot of fun. Really. Uh, Happy that we had the chance to do that. Um, of course, so much pro wrestling happening right now. Just real quick from the first day of the collective as well. What a first day. Um, whole lot of fun stuff there. If you haven't gone back and listened to uh, yesterday's episode with Effie um, talking about the Big Gay Brunch, definitely go check that out too. Whole lot of fun things going on in the world of LGBTQ pro wrestling and pro wrestling as a whole this week as well. Um, but we're not going to waste any more time here. We're going to jump right into our conversation with uh, the pride fighter, the daddy of WWE, Sonya Deville. All right, guys, guys, and non-binary pals, welcome back to LGBT in the Ring. And I'm very pleased and excited to have as my guest here today, uh, someone who has been uh, lining it up on WWE televisions for years at this point. You know her as the Pride Fighter, as the official boss. But to us in the LGBTQ community, she is simply known as Daddy. Please welcome Sonia Deville to LGBT in the Ring. How are you doing, Sonia? What an intro. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I'm super excited to be here. Oh, I'm excited to have you on too. Um, like this is a really exciting time. Obviously, we're just a few days away from WrestleMania down in Dallas, um, and you have been having a uh, a lot of influence, I would say, uh, in your capacity as an official on Raw and SmackDown heading into this event. Um, but I'm glad to, to take the time to kind of sit down with you and chat ahead of the event. I, I'm just excited, honestly, to, to be able to sit down and <laughs> chat with you because like, you've been a major figure for a lot of uh, LGBTQ fans of WWE and really the, the wider spread of pro wrestling and sports entertainment for years at this point. Um, and a lot of that does come with the visibility that you provide on, on WWE programming, which you know has been really part of your story since the very beginning on tough enough um, with, with the, your like, coming out moment on the show. Um, how important is it to you that, that you are a source of visibility for, for LGBTQ fans who are coming into the WWE fold? Yeah. I mean, um, obviously it's something that's super important because I kind of went through 
that same journey that a lot of people are going through in the LGBTQ community, which is struggling with my sexuality and, you know, kind of being open about it. Um, that's the kind of position I was in seven plus years ago. And so when I came out on the reality show Tough Enough, um, obviously it was not planned and it was something that I didn't plan on doing going into the tryout. Um, I had a girlfriend at the time and we were, we weren't out, um, except to like my immediate, immediate family. So, uh, when they asked me the question on the reality show, are you in a relationship? I kind of started laughing because I got nervous and I was like, Oh my gosh, like not only am I outing myself, if I say this on national television, but I'm also outing her. Um, and she wasn't open uh, to her family at the time. So it was kind of like this crazy moment that I didn't realize was so important at the time. Um, for me in the moment, it was just like this awkward moment. But looking back seven years later, it's like, wow, um, that was kind of the moment in my life where I started really being who I wanted to be. Um, and with that freedom and openness uh, with yourself, that's kind of when you start well, for me, at least, that's when I started to really accept myself um, and believe in myself, ironically. So it's it's been such a journey. And I'm just happy that I can be that voice for people that might be going through that part of their journey right now, or um, a different experience that might be difficult. Um, and hopefully they can just see me being me on TV every week and uh, find inspiration in that to be themselves. At what point did, did you did you kind of realize the the size of that moment for yourself? Oh gosh, it was it definitely wasn't until years after because for so long, I mean, my initial feeling was like, oh God, what did I just do? Did I like my initial thought, just being naive and not knowing, um, I was like, did I just hurt my chances of being with this company? Did I do something wrong? Did I, you know unrightfully out my girlfriend. Like I, I was really nervous. And so it took months to kind of get over those fears and realize, okay, no, uh, I'm just speaking my truth. And there's, there's no crime in that. And um, it's actually a beautiful thing. And I am so glad I did it then. And that kind of honest moment helped me kind of be who I am now. Um, it's just part of my evolution. And so um, I think it was like just years later when I probably got on Raw, um, Monday Night Raw and I would have fans coming up to me on the road being like um, because of you I felt comfortable coming out and like you know I'd get messages and DMs and stuff and when I started seeing like the fan interaction how much it meant to people um, from the LGBTQ community I think that's when I started realizing like oh I think I did something good here um, I don't know if I knew <laughs> what I was doing but I I think I did something good here and that's when I started to really um, try to get into the community and participate in pride parades and go to the HRC galas and, and events with GLAD and just trying to um, learn more about the community myself, but also be that visibility and representation in the community for um, wrestling fans and people that um, watch, watch wrestling in general, or just need an, an ally or representative in the LGBTQ community on, on the television screen. Yeah, I mean, it, I was going to mention it as well, but like you, you've kind of turned that into a very like forward-facing thing outside of the ring and outside of television programming as well, with all your participation with various LGBTQ organizations and that sort of thing. Um, how like that openness is is something that is very refreshing to see as well. That openness to work with with LGBTQ organizations in that way. Um, what do you feel is like a 
do you feel any like personal significance for being that person that that has kind of become like it almost feels like you become like the go-to figure with the WWE for like providing that that visual representation um, on those stages as well for for the community. Yeah, I mean, I take a lot of like pride and responsibility when it comes to that, just because of the reasons I I mentioned, like being a young closeted lesbian, I was always looking for that re representation to kind of reassure me that it was okay to be who I was. And like, there wasn't much of it when I was growing up and especially in my small hometown, like it just wasn't that prominent um, to be open and, and out. And so, yeah, I take, you know, like kind of like a personal responsibility to, to be that openness for kids or young people that are in the shoes that I was a decade ago. Um, so yeah, definitely. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, with your presence in WWE as well, like we've seen in recent years, like in the, the whole scope of pro wrestling, really a large influx and, and rise in out LGBTQ uh, talent, you know, whether they be referees or wrestlers or, um, you know, whoever on the, on the TV screen, or, or on, <laughs> like the streaming and stuff like that. Um, and WWE has had a number of, of uh, amazing out LGBTQ talents that have joined you uh, there at the company. Um, do you feel like there's this, like the comfort level for, for being out as LGBTQ has gotten a lot better um, within WWE? And, and um, like, how do yeah. you feel? Because there's like been a lot more people that have come out recently in the past couple of years. Yeah, and I think it's just the evolution of the world in general becoming more open and out because of the work that people are doing in the community um and strong allies are doing in the community um i think it's really important but definitely it's a more comfortable and open space um strength and unity right strength in numbers so you feel more comfortable naturally knowing that you're not the only one knowing that you're not alone in this so um I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but I just hope that I can be that comfort for someone coming up in the wrestling or sports entertainment industry that wants to join. Um, there's, there's a bunch of us now and it, it is a free space and um, we're working our hardest every day to continuously make changes. And WWE has really been helpful working with companies like glad we did an awesome event. Um, I did the purple carpet with the glad and uh, NFL for the super bowl, like, a month ago, which was super awesome. We've done the Glad Pride Parade. We've been on their float in the New York World Pride. We've done some really awesome collaborations and we have actually some really cool stuff planned for this year's Pride Month mm. um, with WWE that I'm super excited for the fans to see. Um, but yeah, we've done a lot of really cool uh, work with WWE. We're continuously talking. Uh, I'm always talking to the community relations department and our team out in LA about what we can do outreach wise and media wise to just spread uh, the message far and wide. So yeah, we have some really cool stuff planned for this year. Um, I'm excited for the, for the fans to see for sure. And speaking of uh, pride parades, I, I feel like I, I can't like have you on the show and not ask you about the, the meme that has been turned out of that total divas moment that you had at Miami oh my pride. <laughs> I mean, not only has it become like a, a, a thing for people to use, like whenever like celebrating their their identity and that sort of thing, but I've also noticed a lot of people use it in their own like coming out statements and their own coming out messages. Like, how do you feel like seeing that that little clip of yourself being used so prominently within the community in, the, in those ways? 
that's so funny you say that um that meme like haunts me because it's just <laughs> so it's just so ridiculous but I love it um but you know I was just being silly and goofy and I was excited and I don't know um, how that came to be, but it's really cool to see um, people kind of using it um, in their own funny and comedic ways, but also, like you said, uh, coming out sometimes, they kind of just put put the meme up there and it, it speaks for itself. So no, it's cool. Um, it's really cool. Like I said, I just want to be, if anything, kind of just that buffer between them and the world, you know, it's like, I'll do it first and kind of take on whatever heat is to come or you know I'd like to kind of bulldoze down some of those obstacles so that you know people that are in my shoes that I was in like I said a decade ago can can feel more free coming up in this space no for sure for sure <laughs> um so let's talk we'll get a little bit of time left here let's talk a little bit about Wrestlemania obviously huge two-night event in Dallas um whole stack card on both nights uh, I want to know what your personal feelings are kind of heading into this weekend's events and, and like where you're at right now um, in terms of like what we're going to see this weekend and, and how you're feeling. I don't want to sound completely biased in saying this because I'm the WWE official booking half of these mass- matches, but I feel like this is probably one of the most exciting WrestleMania cards in the history of WWE. First, because it's two nights. And so we're able to fit so much talent. Um, on on two shows and secondly because it's our first real open wrestlemania since the quarantine and everything all the craziness went down so i just feel like the fans are going to be extra electric i feel like there's so many good matchups i mean we have the return of ronda rousey versus charlotte flair we have becky versus bianca which is i think going to tear the house down um the women's tag match i mean any one of those teams could easily uh take the tag titles or retain so um for the women i think we're absolutely going to kill it i'm so excited to see all three of those matches um and the men i mean brock lesnar versus roman reigns come on Mm -hmm. there's just so many epic matchups um and i just love that it's two nights because like i said like superstars work so hard all year round and everyone you know dreams for that mania moment so it gives the ability for so many more superstars to be represented. So I'm super excited. <laughs> and of course, with WrestleMania always comes like uh, some unique and fun looks as well. And there's nothing that the community loves more than looks at times. <laughs> You've had some pretty um, iconic ones, honestly, I feel like whether it be the rainbow two piece at your first mania or, you know, having the rainbow flag at your back pocket there uh, at, at a previous mania as well. <laughs> I know you've been asked about like your dream, like mania opponents, but what would be your dream mania look for yourself? Oh, that's so hard. Well, I, I, uh, it depends. It depends if I'm wearing gear or if I'm WWE official and I'm in a suit, there's some really fun things I could do either way, but I will say, um, wherever I end up, um, doing WrestleMania weekend, I have some really cool looks planned that I think you guys are going to love. So I would just stay tuned and, uh, and, and wait and see. <laughs> we do love a surprise. We do. <laughs> Can't give it well, away. I don't know, not at all. But you never know. <laughs> little hint, either way. But <laughs> it'll uh, be fun. Exactly, exactly. Well, Sonia, this has been awesome. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to kind of sit down and chat with us uh, for for the brief time that we had here today. But it's a pleasure. And hopefully, we'll be able to have you back and, and have a, a bit more discussion because this has been really fun. 
Absolutely. Um, Anytime. Yeah. Thank you for having me. And of hopefully course. I'll see you guys in Dallas and we'll, uh, we'll have an awesome weekend. Sounds good. Let everybody know where they can find you online. Yeah, you can find me at Sony Deville WWE um, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, and just uh, check me out on WWE Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. And don't miss the two-night event, April 2nd and 3rd, the most stupendous WrestleMania. All right, Yens. Thank you so much for tuning in to LGBT in the Ring. Uh, we'll get right back into the thick of things, but I do want to take a pause real quick and say thank you to some amazing people that make this show as rad as it is. Starting off with Daniel Quasar, the Progress Pride Black designed by Daniel Quasar is a product of Progress Initiative. You can find out more at quasar.digital. A big thank you to Sarah in the Safe Word for the show's theme song, Formula 666, off the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSW Band, and you can check out their music on both Spotify and Bandcamp at sarahinthesafeword.bandcamp.com. Um, check out independentwrestling.tv for the best in current and classic independent pro wrestling, including live events from top independent promotions worldwide. Uh, you can use our promo code LGBTRingPod or visit tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT and peruse their entire library uh, over there at independentwrestling.tv. Once again, promo code LGBTRingPod or go to tinyurl.com slash IWTVLGBT check out that service uh, you can follow the show on twitter at lgbt ring pod you can follow me on twitter at wonderboy otm and if you're into video games definitely check out my video game news show the mr video game super show i co-host that with uh, twitch streamers slacker kite and lady Merwin every monday at 8 p.m eastern 5 p.m pacific over on twitch.tv slash dead sun entertainment uh, it's your weekly roundup of gaming news, uh, and it's always a blast. So once again, check that out every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, over at twitch.tv slash deadsunentertainment, sun like the star. We'll be right back with more LGBT in the ring. My thanks once again to Sonia for taking the time to sit down and chat. I know this is a very, very, very busy weekend for her, so we were happy to get uh, the short amount of time that we did get to spend with her. Hopefully we'll get to, to reconvene down the line and talk a little bit more in depth. because There's a whole lot to Sonya's story uh, and, and what Sonya represents in the, the landscape of WWE. Being the first out lesbian WWE superstar ever. Um, just amazing, amazing stuff there. So, well, that is going to, for real, do it for us this week on this show. Um, of course, next week we have a number of episodes recapping uh, a litany of events from this weekend as well. So make sure that you tune in next week for all of those fun recaps where we're recapping for the culture, we're recapping at these big gay brunch, and of course we're recapping both nights of WrestleMania. And uh, I guess it's fair. I can announce uh, the, the guests for the for those shows right now, I'm pretty sure. I have them on paper at least. So uh, joining me to talk about For the Culture next week will be my partner, KC. For the Culture is an event that we always tend to uh, to chat about and watch together and um, really uh, enjoy and dissect. So that's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's always fun to have KC on the show as well, which is great. Um, for the Big Gay Brunch, we have a first-time guest, Diana Ramsey, will join us to... Uh, run back all of the moments and highlights of Effie's Big Gay Brunch. 
Um, and then for WrestleMania Night 1, we have uh, from Real Sport 101 and Let Them Wrestle, Patches Chance is coming back to chat about WrestleMania Night Number 1. Always a fun time having Patches on the show um, to talk about some pro wrestling. And then Night 2, we have the lovely Darnell Mitchell uh, coming back to talk about Night 2 of WrestleMania. So, full stacked card uh, <laughs> of guests for next week as we relive what we are currently experiencing in terms of all of the uh, outstanding pro wrestling that we are uh, watching and digesting and uh, I would hope celebrating as well during this uh, four-day period here. Um, but yeah, uh, that's going to do it for us here this week. Um, you know, no more time need, needed to be spent here. There's too much wrestling to enjoy for all that. Go check out, go watch everything that's out there. You got four days worth of stuff to, to go back. And trust me, if you're anything like me, you're going to be spending more than four days watching all of it. <laughs> Tis the nature of these things. Huh? But uh, until next week, y'all stay messy. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated and boosted, if at all possible. And the only real stinger that we need for this week is simply enjoy your weekend. Six, six, six.